The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back to America's Favorite Football Podcast. It's the Federal Football Report uh, on Federal News Network. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. By the way, we're still recording this in a way that's physically distant, although we are socially close. And the reason we're doing it is because I don't know if anyone still realizes it, the pandemic is still going on. I mean, there's no vaccine for coronavirus. There's no treatment for it. Uh, (laughs) Although people are opening things back up and want you to believe that everything is fine. You know, this thing is still out here, okay, people? So just remember that as you're out. Yeah, by, by all means, by all means. It was kind of funny. I took my little uh, three-year-old granddaughter to uh, uh, a public park yesterday. Now, I know, you know, we're still under re- restrictions, distancing. And part of that in our area is your kids can't play on the playgrounds, right? right. So the playground was barricaded off. But, of course, some knucklehead had pushed part of the barricade down oh. so their kids could go play on the playground. So... You know, my granddaughter explained, you know, expresses to me, hey, they're playing. And I said, hey, they're stupid. <laughs> you, know? you ain't everybody. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was cool with that. You know, she was very, very cool with that, right? So it was kind of cool that I took her to the park and let her run the bases on the softball field, right? You know, because that's, that's who I feel the, the worst about. I mean, of course, the, the, the dead and the elderly, man. But but for the kids, right, it's, it's, it's not – kids aren't used to be – you know, kids – they got like a herd mentality, right? They need yeah, to be yeah, like yeah. Run, running with other kids, right? I'm getting tired of playing Barbie, right? You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is still happening. So, you know, if you all listen to this, and, and, and why wouldn't you be listening to us? Uh, be safe, right? Be smart. This is not over yet. Just because they said, just because they said it's cool for you to go sit somewhere and have somebody bring you your food, <laughs> your butt in your kitchen to cook your own food. <laughs> Stay safe. You got to stay safe. And we talked about this before, that, yes, the numbers are going down and that's a good thing. But the numbers are going down because people are staying inside. So use your common sense. Be, be the common sense person in your own boardroom. We talked about that. Have a common yeah. sense. These places and teams need a common sense person. Speaking of common sense people, the NFL and the NFL teams could probably use common sense people to talk to players and GMs and coaches yeah. and things like that, given these uh, recent uh, 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 developments since the death of, uh, well, death of the murder of, because it wasn't yes. as if he died because, you know, death was upon him. He died yes, because yes. the police officer's knee was upon his neck. Uh, right, George right, Floyd right. being murdered. Um, and uh, uh, Drew Brees' comments that he has since apologized for, which opens up a, a, a discussion for a lot of different things. But let's just start, start first of all, with the comment um, regarding uh, uh, what he said. It happened right after we uh, did the, the show um, last week. Uh, mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. made that comment about, you know, I'll never disrespect the flag and all the other kind of things and, and to his family, you know, and all the other kind of stuff. What did you think initially about his comments and then his response? Well, first of all, I thought it was very clever, his timing, because he waited until we recorded, and then he came out because he knew that we would have blasted him. If, if right. I, I just I just don't understand. I, I really don't. I, I, I think that it's perfectly clear what Cap was doing when, when, he took, when, he, when he was taking a knee. He did it 
under the, the tutelage, if you would, of an ex-Marine, you know, it was a Marine or Navy SEAL or some ex-military guy, because Cap initially was going to sit on the bench doing the anthem, right, to, to uh, right. as his protest against uh, police uh, police brutality. But the, his, the, he associated with this uh, ex-military dude who said, no, that's not how you do it. You come down, you silently uh-huh. take a knee. Right, you know, so, so um, and that was... How Drew Brees did not understand that at this day and age, it baffles mm-hmm. me. And it also baffles me so how his understanding was so, so, what's the word for it, uh, radiant, <laughs> that he felt it was necessary for him to come out and tell the world how he felt. And, and I'm glad the world responded the way the world, I was hoping the world would respond and say, Drew Brees, you're, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and I mean, yes, and he would, and, and the thing is, he was asked the question, and but to me, it's it's a it's, it's a little tone deaf the answer. You can, you know, someone can ask me as a as a player, you know, so given what's happening and also the kind of stuff, what you're going to do, you know, as far as the flag this year, what do you think? And I was like, you know what? There's a lot of people who are suffering right now. There was a man who was killed by the police. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to kind of make this about that right now. I always want to, you know, send my thoughts out to George Floyd and support to all the people who are like there's just so many different things you can do to I'm not going to say deflect, but to but but to keep the focus on the things that 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 should be that things should be focused on. You know, it's so funny because. I was I was I was doing a, a show. Um, uh, I was on some political show uh, uh, last week, and you know we have real conversations here on the Federal Football Report, and that's okay. Like somebody somebody needs to tell Drew Brees, you know, and 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 anyone else who wants to make Colin Kaepernick's protest or anyone else's protest that's happening right now about how they feel about it. That listen, everything in life's not about you. I get it. In this country, some of you guys, life has always been about you. And what you want and what you can get and how and your privilege. I get it that 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 when it's been this way for your whole life, you tend to think that it's always about you. But guess what? This one isn't about you. Now not. you can help and you can help a cause. Like 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 I I I, I look back at all kinds of causes, right? Because I'm I'm a man of the people. And and when yes, when, when, yes. when the Me Too movement kicked off, man. I didn't talk about how I felt as a man. You know why? Because it wasn't about me. It wasn't about it was me. About women who have faced sexual abuse and who have felt sexual intimidation and who have felt unsafe because men want to, you know, strong arm their way and always have something to say and have these crazy looks. So I didn't have anything to say as a man other than I support you and whatever I got to do, I'm going to do. And then since then, for my production company, I have taken jobs for um, for, for women uh, and have done production work for free and things like that, just so they have a safe place to come to get some stuff done. We ain't got to worry about a man hitting on them. And so, yes. so I just try to right. do my part to help the Me Too movement. I don't make it about me and how I feel as a man because it ain't about me. And so when you <laughs> feel like this, how I feel about the flag as a white person, or here's how I feel about, well, how come this? Listen, not every movement's about you. Not everything's about you. This one's about other people. Get behind them and support them, and let's all be about who's who's for racism other than racist. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not racist, but I'm for it's like no, but, you, there's no way in the middle. That, that's what gets me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what gets me when you have the conversation. You tell people what's wrong, and you and you just explain it to them, and they gotta throw in the but. <laughs> no, there's no but in this conversation. No, anything, anytime you try to qualify something with. 
adding but to it. That shows that you're not listening. You don't understand. And just just say, I don't understand. Could you help me? There's many people who would just love to help you understand. Now, for instance, uh, the federal football report. We had this conversation several times last season that the protest was not an anthem protest. No. The protest was never an anthem protest. Never. It was a protest that occurred during the anthem. But, you know, it was... It, it was so easy for the people who call themselves journalists, the people, I don't know, who've never lifted anything heavier than a jelly donut in their life. It's easy for them to get a rise out of people by doing that. And and the people who are in position of power at, at, at the White House or, you know, or in the bunker, wherever they are this time of, uh, this time of night, right? They, they capitalized on it, right? And, and, and I guess what it is is you just can't, you can't overestimate, excuse me, you can't underestimate. What's the word I'm looking for? How stupid people are. You just yeah, cannot. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't. You can't overestimate it because it's just. It's, they're just more stupid than that, right? Yeah. And, so and, you can't overestimate it or underestimate it. Either way, you can't estimate it. You can't, yeah, you can't estimate. It. Yeah, you they're, they're more say, stupid than you think. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so many people. The many people of note. Uh, LeBron James, several of the NFL players stood up and said, Drew, you're wrong on this one, right? They didn't call him a redneck or a racist or anything, at least not publicly. Who knows what they, <laughs> what they say privately. And amazingly, although Drew has had this particular viewpoint all his life, all it took was a couple of days of tweets, and all of a sudden, oh, I got it now. <laughs> right. oh, oh, so sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, my, my bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it brings it brings up a great point though. Like if, if we are gonna move forward, you know, just as a society and hold that there does I think have to be room for accepted apologies, right? And and conversation uh beyond offense, right? Like there has to be that in the society, Absolutely. right? And so you know, um and, and we are in a place where we're trying to figure out, okay, well, you know, because we're in a cancel culture where everybody's canceled for something that the mass culture as a whole don't accept. And so it's like, well, do you do, do you cancel Drew Brees? Do you accept his apology? Do you, do you, you know, um, both of us are, are, are men of the book. And so I would assume that we forgive people, you know, maybe quicker than most people do. But yeah, he apologized yeah. and, and, hey, guys, I know it was insensitive, wrong time. And, you know, my bad on that one. Yeah, we're okay with them now, right? Or Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I'm, 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 I forgive them. I don't want people to cancel me for saying yeah, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll forgive him, you know, because he came from a place where, you know, it's, it's well known his, his uh, philanthropy, the money that he's given to the city of New Orleans, and, and that's, mm. that's fine, but, you know, both you and I know you can't buy your way into heaven. You know, right. otherwise there'd be a bunch of rich people in heaven and it don't work that way around. I'm sure there are rich people in heaven. heaven I hope to be one of them. <laughs> yeah. So, but 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 the at this time the insensitivity of his, I guess, is what got me. The, the, yeah. the insensitivity of his his uh, his surroundings and his his place in the world. There was some stuff going on in the world. I mean, and. And that's why you got to kind of admire a man like Roger Goodell, who you know, led the led the charge against Cap. Or, you know, Cap hasn't played whatever. You know, of course, they can't say he's been blackballed. But Roger Goodell came out and said, oh, yeah, hey, black lives matter, y'all. <laughs> you know, whatever y'all need. Well, what do y'all want me to kneel? Over here, over there, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he, whatever the players wanted him to say, he pretty much said. And 
you know, people can protest whenever they want to protest, however they want to protest. The only thing I wish Roger Goodell would do is I wish he would say Colin Kaepernick's name. I wish he would say, mm. you know what? Um, we we had the Colin Kaepernick thing wrong. But see, in order to in, in order but in order for him to say that, he would have to acknowledge that they were, that they blackballed him. He would have to acknowledge right. that his protest had something to do with the fact that he's not in the league anymore. And I, and I think he said in a statement that it's time to open the door back up for Colin Kaepernick. And it is, but. You know, at the same time, I just wish he would say it, like say his name. Say, you know what? Years, three years ago, Colin Kaepernick started a protest against this very thing. And and, you know, whatever the results of that was for him personally is what it is at this point. But Colin Kaepernick had it right. The NFL wants to launch a, a, a Colin Kaepernick fund against police brutality, you know, for minorities. Do something. Put his name on something. Do, do something. And, and for goodness sakes. Put him in somebody's training camp because he's better than all the than most of the back. <laughs> Honestly, this man went to a Super Bowl, people. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, they they they, they should. I'm just. I'm, you know, I really hope that the Caps' skills haven't deteriorated to this point where um, they have an excuse if Cap doesn't like. I mean, we had Colt McCoy on the roster last year, man. You know, <laughs> we had a. Um, Mark Sanchez on the roster, who we witnessed dissolve on a football field before our very eyes, you know. So, yes, yes, he deserves a shot. Didn't Cap, but he, Cap did that workout. Didn't he do that workout where, you know, the, the teams wouldn't let, well, league wouldn't let the media in or certain things, so he did it somewhere else. And he looked sharp in that workout. Now, granted, right. no one was rushing him. He didn't have a playbook to learn anything like that, but. He looks sharp. His arm looks strong. Yeah. He's a strong they, they had some fine print in the waiver that said, oh, by the way, you're not going to sue us later on. Are you? Something like that, right? <laughs> but, 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 you know, that, 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 that we have reached critical mass here. We, we can't be playing those silly games. Like, and and uh, we, we, it's time for people to take a stand. And I didn't, we didn't talk in our, in our extensive pre-show meeting, but um, if you're familiar with the situation in NASCAR, NASCAR came yeah. out and announced that, they were no longer allowed to display the Confederate flag at any of their events, which, you know, which was NASCAR, right? You know, that's, right, you right. know, NASCAR was claimed by the South for some reason. You know, you understand the history of NASCAR. But one, if not the only black driver in NASCAR, Bubba Watson said, hey, look, <laughs> this is wrong. Get rid of it. And, and I, you know, from that moment on, I became a NASCAR fan. You know, right, because right. of Bubba Watson, because he th- against all Bubba Watson. Right, Bubba Watson is the golfer. This other guy's Bubba something else. Bubba, uh, well, Bubba, Bubba. It's called yeah, call him Bubba. But Bubba yeah, Jenkins. no, it's so interesting though, and I think this is such a no-brainer. And so many people are upset about it. But I always just, even in grade school, I just always wondered why would people want to fly the Confederate flag? Because it seems and, and claim patriotism because there's nothing less patriotic than the Confederacy, right? Like, <laughs> like, do we remember what history was? Or am I, remi- or am I remembering it wrong? Didn't the Confederacy, the Confederacy split from the Union? Didn't yeah, they have they a blood civil war? Didn't that divided, you know, brother against brother and cousin against, you know, a uh, 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 cousin and uncle against, like, didn't this divide the country? And wasn't the country at war with each other? And then didn't, it wasn't that whole reconstruction of the South? Like, didn't they, it's amazing to me that, 
that the Confederacy, the Confederacy can lose a war, right? But can still fight a Confederate flag, but Native Americans can lose the land and we just put them on reservations. Like, where <laughs> yeah. are the Native American flags? How come they don't get to fly things free and, and hold it as their, as their history? I don't understand I, this. I, I've never understood that, but to me, um, it always said to me, whenever I saw that flag, we lost. <laughs> you know, so y'all can keep that flat, you know, whatever. I'm just upset now that I can't remember Bubba's last name, but Bubba's, you know, Bubba is a Bubba. <laughs> right? well, well, it's hard to remember the name, even though it's one, it's hard to remember the last name of the black NASCAR driver because it is only one, but I just learned of him by reading this story. I, I didn't even know anything. He'll always be Bubba to me. So, so hats off. We'll be, so let's see if we can get a hold of him and get him on the air. Now, we got some mutual friends like Liz Clark is a good friend of ours and she is NASCAR, all right, you know. Let's see if Liz can and uh, you know can support the black owned business, right? <laughs> you know, which, which, which leads me to another thing. I know this is the federal football report goes on. We're gonna talk about football eventually on this thing. But I had a thing, I tweeted uh, a couple of days ago at Stanfield Kevin that whenever there is a major movement in terms of racial equality in this in this um, in this country, there's always somebody piggybacking, trying to ride the wave and, and push their own agenda. And we tend uh-huh. to forget what started all this. Now, um, I understand the, the, the Confederate flag. And then all of a sudden you look and somebody said we ought to rename all the military bases. I was in the military for four years. I served at Fort Dix. Mm-hmm. I served at Fort Devens. I served at Fort Hood. To this day, I have no idea who any of these dudes were. <laughs> I don't care. That's not a thing to me. But now it's piggyback on the thing. Oh, and this is the best one. This is the best one of all. Now, I know you're familiar with the, with the Paw Patrol. Yes, you know, I am. You're familiar with the Paw Patrol. Now, yeah, Paw Patrol, what? Paw Patrol, be there on the devil. Or call that's when you're that's them. That's Paw Patrol. Everybody knows the Paw Patrol. There's a movement out. To defund the police Paw Patrol dog. No. <laughs> no, no, no. You're joking, right? You're joking. No, I am not joking. I am not joking. And I'm saying, what does it look like to defund him? People, come on now. The Paw, Paw Patrol dog, they want to dis- defund the Paw Patrol dog. Now, every, know, like, that's enough. What does, what, does, what, does, what does he, what will he be then? What, like, what will he do? Will he still be a police officer? I, I don't know, man. You know, who, who knows? Who knows? Maybe he'll be the uh, Paw Patrol counselor, <laughs> Paw Patrol grief counselor or something, right? You know, I don't, I don't understand it, right? So that's, you know, let's keep the main thing here, the main thing, people. You know, change, change is here. <laughs> Whether you accept it or not, change is here. So we got, I mean, by all means, let's. That's not major and minors, people. That's not that's not major and minors. Like the Paw Patrol thing is a cartoon. Leave it alone. Yeah. Now I, t- I told you know because of Twitter at, at Stanfield Kevin and Claude J Radio, I did reach out and say that because of this communication, and uh, I've, I've gained quite a few, gained a newfound respect for some of our white followers. So I did give them assurances this week that when we take over, I'll make sure that they're not eaten, right? <laughs> <laughs> So, y'all, relax. <laughs> right, right. You have nothing to worry about. <laughs> when the revolution happens, you're safe. You can you're that yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, yeah, you're cool. You're cool. Oh, okay, crazy. man. So, look, I think we've vented quite a bit. Make sure, yeah, I think we've vented <laughs> sufficiently here. Because if you don't know now, you're not going to know. You're not going to know next week. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And let you do breathe. Right now, because I mean, I know, you know, many camps, on, I mean, if they have a full training camp, um, there won't be too much football to talk about until then, until training camp. Well, they had a series of interviews today, online interviews, cap interviews with some players. And, all, and I will say this, uh, the buzz on Dwayne Haskins all the way around is, is he's been doing great. He's been answering all the questions. He's been um, very impressive. He's, he's lost um, He's lost like 20 pounds. He's slimmed down, right? He's, he's eager. He's nothing but praise from Coach Rivera, which um, kind of bothers me <laughs> a little bit because okay. the media was saying this is the same dude six months ago wasn't smart enough to play quarterback. But, right. you know, I guess times change, right, you know. Yeah. Well, he's no, well, you, he's no joke. <laughs> well, the media talked about, I mean, you weren't one of those people saying that. And that's why we got to listen to the federal football report. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Yeah, yeah. And um, he, the word not only in, in the Burgundy and Gold camp, but around the league is that um, that, that Dwayne is uh, expected to do big things this year. So I'm quite happy to hear that. Um, you know, that I was happy with the, the, the progress the team made at the end of the season last year. With They got mm-hmm. under – under Coach Cali, you know, they develop a new sense of urgency and a new pride, right? You know, they say, we might go down, but we're not going down like chumps. <laughs> and that's all you can ask for your pro athlete, your pro team, right? You know, so I'm, I'm, um, I'm quite pleased about that. Uh, we don't know. Uh, I saw a picture of Chase Young lifting. It seemed like uh, it was, uh, he was lifting weights, and it seemed like they had two small, two big refrigerators on each side of the bar, and he was just <laughs> throwing them around. Someone said, it looks like Chase is pressing like two million pounds. And I, I couldn't argue with that, right? You know, so as <laughs> soon as they develop this shot, I think we're in good shape. Yeah, yeah. Any, any, any word on Darius Geis? Not a word. I, he, he's, quite, uh, he's quite active on social media, and he shows all his workouts. He says he's health, healthy and, and happy. That's, that's all you can ask for, right? Uh, the um, um, Adrian Peterson has been... Um, uh, in the news club, but with, with all the activity going on, he's been quite vocal. He said, oh, yeah, I'm going to need. Who's going to stop me? <laughs> Basically, right, you know. <laughs> so he's the leader. He's, you know, he's the uh, elder statesman. He's the, like I tell, I've described myself often as this, at this point in my life. I'm the dude that gives the Black Panther the purple stuff to drink. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's why I am in life, right? I'm not the warrior anymore. I'm the old right. dude with the stick, right? And that's what <laughs> AP is right now, right? You know, so I'm quite yeah, I'm quite excited about that if we have a season, which looks doubtful. I was going to say, what do you think the chances are that we have a season? I understand that there, that there's guys in this business whose job it is to to <clears throat> project as if it's going to happen and proceed as if it's going to happen. The NFL has put this, um, a document in place that said what their procedures are going to be and as far as social distancing and travel and cleaning and keeping the people safe. I can't see it, man. If I really wanted to be there, as much as I love football. I just cannot see it. I cannot, I cannot see how they're going to do it because the first time a superstar comes up and not just tests positive but is, is uh, symptomatic, it's all over with. They're going to have to shut right. the whole thing down. That's the thing. I mean, you need every single person from the team, staff, organization, travel, stadium. You need every single person to be healthy and to not have symptoms. And so many people are out. I mean, we see cases. I think it's up like 19 or 21 states 
now have uh, cases that are back on the rise. I mean, because people are out and they're not paying attention. And you need everyone to be healthy because if if, if one or two or, or say 20 people out of hundreds who have to make this thing happen, if you get even just 10% of those people come down with it, you're not going to be able to do it. And the likelihood yeah. of somebody getting it is high. Yeah, and then you got one young crazy guy who sneaks out of quarantine. Again, I was in the army for for four years. There were times we weren't supposed to leave base. (laughs) But we we managed, and I was a 17-year-old kid. I found my way out. These grown men are going to find a way. Grown rich men, they're going to find a way to do it. So I'm just, my, 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 my prayers are for the vaccine and right now. I understand the distancing and the uh, the social con- the contact tracing and all that. I'm praying for the vaccine. I'm going for the home run, <laughs> right? You know, as far as I'm concerned, it's the bottom of the ninth and the score is tied. <laughs> you know, one slip we lose. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. Oh man, yeah. We'll see how that all happens. Yeah, but look, man, look. We don't want to depress people. We depress with people. Sometimes the truth is depressing, though. If you face it, you <laughs> sometimes know? it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But let's talk real. Let's talk. Let's talk like. Let's talk about. Let's talk something to bring everybody some joy. But let's talk Manny, man. How's Manny been making it lately? So, so Manny, you know, again, his life hasn't changed much other than. We're my wife and I, we're home more I because mean, he's homeschooled anyway. He's just not going to my mother's house to get it done. But he's enjoying life, man. I mean, he sits there and he's making he, he's doing his work in his tents and forts and stuff that he's making and, and camping out in the basement because we're not doing that camping outside the backyard thing. Too many raccoons around here. Like that. Oh, yeah, and, so, okay, well. and so we're not doing that. But he's 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 living his life. He had so his his his, um, PG, his junior PGA league was canceled. Or at least postponed. It was supposed to happen in May, and so they mm-hmm. say that they may do it in July. We're not sure just yet. Um, but yeah, he's just taking it day by day. He gets to stay up late and sleep in as long as he gets his homework done. And so yeah, he's he, he's he's living his life. He wants he, <laughs> he he's got his own YouTube channel. It's called Manny Time. Uh, he does a lot of different stuff on that, and so folks can check that out. Just go to YouTube and search Manny Time. He's got some golf videos up there. He's got a sidewalk chop obstacle course. He. Um, he made some pizza. He made pizza in the oven and on his YouTube channel. And so he's just trying to, you know, provide America with good things. Manny Time. That's his YouTube channel. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Now, my granddaughter, Blair, it's funny she mentioned camping out. She's all, she's wanted to camp out. And we got mm-hmm. a backyard. Uh, there's no telling what kind of critters we got back there. Um, <laughs> you know, my mother wouldn't do it. So what I did is I brought her a little tent, a little, like, you know, a little, little tiny pump tent. And um, she saw these people making s'mores on TV. So I got these special little Duraflame logs that she used for camping out. We got the marshmallows. We got the chocolate. We got the graham pack crackers. We got the s'mores rides and stuff. And um, and we had a good time, except she realized then she didn't like marshmallows. Like she got, we made the first s'more. It was beautiful. This is it. Oh, man, what is this? <laughs> Just give me the chocolate. Just give me the chocolate. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Now, um, one thing. Did you, so, did you guys camp out? Did you sleep outside? Oh no, we waited till the sun went down, and she had to go inside for a bath. But we, <laughs> you know, I have a, I have a lot of woods in the backyard. We took a flashlight. We were walking in the woods, and you know, kids are fearless for the most part, man. I see adults that did oh, watch out, it's a bug and all that, right? So we had a, <laughs> we had a great time. We had a great time. I got a couple of s'mores left over. I'll send you one, you know, after the show, right? You know, so. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate. It. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> One, a couple of things I wanted to touch on before we, before we go. Did mm-hmm. you realize 
that are you a fan or did you ever watch you have to be a fan the the bill and ted movies you know with keanu reeves and the other dude <laughs> whatever bill and ted's excellent adventure, adventure. Uh, absolutely uh-huh yeah. and then the bogus journey was was do you know that there's a third one coming out they're doing a prequel the, the third part of the installment is keanu reeves is coming back as bill or ted or whichever one he was <laughs> he, he's coming back there's wow. going to be a third. So within the next two years, we're going to have the Bill and Ted movie. We're mm-hmm. going to have John Wick 4. I don't know if you're a fan of the John Wick movies. I want to be a fan. I just haven't seen any, any of them, but they seem like they're my kind of movie. It's, 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 yeah, you got to see them. You got to see them. I've seen each one of them. I've seen the first one, I'd say, 10 times. Uh, and you know, and I don't watch movies. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You review them, you don't watch. Them. I just watch them. The second one I've seen five times. The third, the the third <laughs> one I've only seen once uh, because I can't put this. In the first two movies, I say he killed like maybe a hundred guys each movie. The second, the third one, the violence got gratuitous. <laughs> it got to a point. And then Holly Berry was in it, you know, and I said, why? There's no need to have Holly Berry in the movie. And she was in it <laughs> to kill people. That's all she did. It was just, I was on an overseas flight and and I just sat there, like halfway across the Atlantic. I'm just watching John Wick and Holly Berry kill people. Anyway, the fourth <laughs> installment of this and the fourth installment of The Matrix is coming out within the next year. Right, right. I heard I, about that. I, yeah, I, I didn't know about well, that. You know, I just. Well. I, I see. I figured it was over with when they had the last bad. The third one was so bad. I, it, it it took me three sittings to watch the last Matrix movie. It took wow. me. Was, I just I couldn't do it. I just I so, only watched the first one. I didn't watch the I didn't watch the Matrix Reloaded or and or the third one because by the time the first one was over, like I kind of get what happens and and things like that. Like with the Matrix, once you cross that line the first time. There's nothing really more interesting you can right. do. Exactly. Top that. Like you found out this alternate reality and the people who are creating it and the pills. But then once you are cross over and you're aware and you defeat it, you know, now what? Like yeah. you've already done it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, people need to start waking up and using their own imagination and stop piggybacking off of, you know, just like. You know, the Paw Patrol dog. Do your own thing, right? Have your own approach. Don't stop. Did, did, stop did, did, now, did you hear anything about a new Jurassic Park movie? Uh, oh, God. No, no. And so oh, I must ask my friends this. It's going to be a new Halloween movie, though, right? Michael Myers? He, he, well, I can see that it's Michael Myers or Jason or, or Freddy Krueger, right? Because they don't die anyway. They don't die. They multiply, <laughs> right? You know, I can see that. But not Jurassic Park. I must ask my friends out there again. What's it, what is it with you white people and dinosaurs? <laughs> what is it? Well, y'all, it can't end well. <laughs> my, so, <laughs> now, I'll be honest. My two favorite uh, movie series are the Terminator series mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Jurassic Park. I I love Jurassic Park for some reason. I've gotten the the last one. Was the I Pirates of the Caribbean. I like Pirates of the Caribbean, so I watched that. I tried to get there. The first one was great to me. I took my yeah. daughter. And said, the first one was great. Couldn't get couldn't get into it after that. Right? Couldn't get into. You're talking about pirates, or you're talking about Jurassic Park? Pi- pirates. Now, okay. I, uh, uh, what was the last Jurassic Park? Fallen Kingdom. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. I could, I, uh, I got to the point where the first dude got eaten. 
And then I, I said, okay, I've, I've seen this one. <laughs> right, you know, speaking of eating people, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, I'll, I'll go back to not watch them. I think I'll be better off. Man, I, I don't want to make this all about me, but I did promise somebody I was going to tell one story before we go right now. Um, you know, um, you know, I have adult children, but they, they weren't always adults. And, and they came along during the time of the, the rise of Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, there was a show on Nickelodeon called Double Dare. It was one of like my favorite a, shows ever. Physical challenge. A, yeah, physical the physical challenge, challenge oh, right? You got to no. do stuff with the slime and all that. In the Washington, D.C. area, they had a tryout. They okay. had it in the Springfield Mall. At the time, my, my youngest one couldn't participate. She was three. And um, and this was the oldest ones must have been like eight, nine, ten or something. So my wife and all three of them, they let the third one, they let the, the there was four people on the team. They let the littlest ones just sit to the side. And we had a tryout. There was there was 2,000 families tried out for this in Springfield Mall. We made the final eight. No. Yes. We were in the final eight. And they were only taking uh, two families. So we got to our challenge. Our, our last, the, the question they asked was, how many, how many quarts of blood are in the human body? <clears throat> I said, I don't know. <laughs> so, so we had to do the physical challenge. And the challenge was, was my wife and I had to hold plastic cups in our mouths, and the kids had to throw marshmallows and catch them in the cup. And we had to catch them. Now, me being a superior athlete, I caught mine, right? Yeah, of course you did. Yeah, yeah. But they couldn't, you know, the kids couldn't get one in my wife's cup. And they said, oh, we're so sorry. So we laughed and said, yeah, well, thanks for the opportunity. As we were leaving the stage, the guy, and I don't remember his name, the host, pulled us aside and said, look, you guys got such a great family. If you, you know, if you won the contest, we were going to pay for your trip to Florida and all that, right? Put you on the show. If you arrange your own transportation, we'll put you on the show. Oh. Yeah. And here's the killer, man. The show was recorded in August. And we had already paid for our Florida vacation for July. No. <laughs> so we couldn't be on the show. But we did. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my, my uh, we got some T-shirts. Though. So <laughs> <laughs> At least you got the T-shirt. So for those tryouts, you basically, they just play little mini versions of the game? Yes, yes, yes. They started out, like I said, they, they, broke, you, they broke you up in, into like groups. And like initially, the first thing we had to do, I remember, was we had to stand some kind of way. We had to stand back to back to back to back. And we had to like pass a pie, one over the shoulder. The next one goes through the legs and then up then over the shoulder, through the legs and back. We had to do that three times. Right. And, uh, you know, we were. I don't know if it was our cooking skills, whatever, right? And, and then we had to do an obstacle course. And anyway, we made it to the final, the final eight. Wow. wow, that's amazing. That's an amazing story. That was cool. That was cool. So I promised some of our Twitter uh, listeners that I'd tell that story, right? Because, you know, Double Dare, you know, you look at Double Dare, you look at uh, All That and Keenan and Kale, oh, man, that was, some, that was some great television for its time, right? You know? <laughs> Some really good television. That's stuff I grew up on. It was really, really fun to watch. That's right. That's right. And I said all this so we're going to make some slime next week, man, for the good old right. days. <laughs> Pour out a little slime for the brothers who ain't here. Exactly. For the brothers who ain't here. And pour some slime and solidarity trying to get over this COVID stuff. Listen, people, listen. It's the Federal Football Report. Be safe. 
you know, wear your mask and your gloves, stay at home at, uh, if possible, social distance, you know, fight the power, love one <laughs> another, peace, unity, love. We're against hate because people who are for hate are just people you don't want to be around. That's eventually, right. right? So we're against hate, uh, obviously. Keep the main thing the main thing. Uh, support one another. Uh, support each other's causes. Uh, and, uh, and, and have real conversations with your friends about things that need to be talked about, like race. That's right. And treat each other safe. Hey, if you need to, reach out to us at Claude J Radio at Stanfield Cabin. We'll talk. I mean, we like to have a good time, but sometimes it, just, it takes a smart person to realize when they don't know something, right? So just hey. reach out, ask us. We're here. There you go. Federal Football Report, folks. We'll catch up next week. <laughs>